0: Critics and audiences are cheering for Bumblebee. It's an incredible 93% fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Line it up. The perfect blend of action, art, and humor. Not just a great Transformers movie, a great movie, period. Bumblebee, now playing Ritty PD 13. Empire! Today. Are you tired of living with stained and worn out carpeting? Does the den look like bears spent the winter with you? Spring is here, and so is Empire Today's half off your project sales, starting now, but only for a limited time. Save 50% on a huge selection of carpet, hardwood, and laminate, standard padding and materials, and basic installation. Call the Empire Today half off your project sale hotline now. one 385 681 Empire Today's free in-home estimates are easy and smart. Choose from high-quality flooring in the rooms where you'll use them with your lighting so you can see the color best. We'll do the measuring. You do the selecting and saving. But first, you must do the calling. Everyone loves the half-off-your-project sale, even bears. Call the Empire Today special hotline, one 385 681 one 385 681 Empire Today. Select styles. Details at empiretoday.com.
1: Yeah, every
2: mountain needs someone to climb.
1: Welcome, you've just turned in to Let's Face It, I'm your host Will Strayhorn, thanks for joining me, what a wonderful week, I hope you guys have had a great week as well, we have a huge show today, Um, depression, the pain behind the smile is our topic, we have a lot of guests, but first let me introduce to you my co-host, welcome to the show Ronnie. Hello, 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 how are you? I'm doing well. This is my BFF, everybody, for those of you who do not know. Ronnie Potts, Gray. She's from Chesapeake. Um, I've known her for being a makeup artist, but just like myself, she's going through um, a reinvention. So, Ronnie, tell us a little bit about what's going on in your life now.
2: Well, I'm making the transition from corporate America over into um, a 100% sheer entrepreneurship. Um, that is going to consist of a few things that do not kind of live in the same arena, if you will. One is going to be, of course, makeup artistry. I have a passion for makeup. I absolutely love makeup. That is my passion. But my purpose passion. is, mm-hmm. yes, yeah, it's passion. <laughs> but my purpose is, To um, help out, my son is seven years old now. He has special needs, and I'm going to advocate for other children like himself and for parents who are just kind of experiencing um, sort of a struggle getting what they need, where they need, how they need for their special needs children. Mm -hmm. Of course, it's always hard to receive that diagnosis, and then you think to yourself, where do I go from here? So I'm going to help facilitate.
1: That that is my purpose. Okay. Okay. Well, I want to thank you for um, agreeing to co-host. The show today, as I said, is about depression, the pain behind the smile. We have quite a few guests. We have a big show tonight, so we don't want to um, hold up time that, that much longer. But my first guest when we come back from break is going to be Denisha Chambers. She is a licensed professional counselor out of Snellville, Georgia, and she runs a practice there called Live. And when she comes back, I'm going to ask her to explain to you about her practice. Um, You're listening to Let's Face on the Survival Radio Network. I am your host, Will Strayhorn, with my co-host, Ron East, and we'll be right back.
3: Looking for unique and safe gifts for children and those with sensitive skin? Look no further than Azariah's Innocence.com. Azariah's Innocence is a natural bath and body product line created by teenpreneur, philanthropist, and honor roll student Zandra Azariah Cunningham. All natural oils, butter, and herbs make up a beautiful assortment of artisan soaps, lotion bars, bath bomb fizzies, sugar scrubs, candy and cupcake soap, and much more follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Azariah's Innocence or contact us.
4: More and more people are making their purchases online and their number one resource is ShopSquare.com. At ShopSquare.com they're committed to excellence and top-notch customer service. ShopSquare.com is empowering customers just like you by providing them with the best details online anytime. If you're looking for electronics, home decor, home appliances, Sporting equipment, college wear, or fashion. ShopSquare.com is where you'll want to be. Go to www.ShopSquare.com or give us a call at 877-659-0807. That's 877-659-0807.
1: I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. And again, today's topic is depression, the pain behind the smile. And we have in the studio with us from Snellville, Georgia, licensed professional counselor, Ms. Denisha Chambers. Welcome to the show, Denisha.
2: Thank you, Will. I'm glad to be here.
1: Um, Just so our our listeners can have some information um, regarding your practice, I know that you're in Georgia. Tell us a little bit about your practice there and how you health and mental health care.
2: Okay. Well, as you mentioned, uh, the practice is uh, in Snellville, Georgia. I have um, been in operational private practice for about a year now, mostly uh, helping uh, women and adolescents and men uh, with issues of depression, anxiety, bipolar, grief, relationship, couple, family issues, um, we are um, very open to uh, allowing people to discuss their issues in a safe manner, also in a way that they can explore or include uh, their spiritual um, parts of themselves. Um, I guess that <laughs> kind of summarized it for the most part.
1: I noticed that when you were saying that as far as the demographic of the clients that you help, you mentioned women first. I was doing some research, and the Centers of Disease Control, the CDC, said that women are 70% more likely to experience depression in their lifetime more so than men. Have you found that to be true?
2: Uh, based on my clientele, that that sounds about right. I, I've heard some, some different statistics, but women definitely um, uh, experience it. It more, although it isn't quite, um, it hasn't been quite determined why that is, other than maybe the difference in hormonal um, things that go on within us.
1: Okay, okay. Um, also, in the same study that I was doing, do you agree with the fact? I'm going to give you just two facts that they gave me, which kind of caught me by surprise. Um, CDC mm-hmm. says that about 9% of all Americans suffer from some form of de- um, depression, some form. I know in your introduction you had mentioned um, that you deal with anxiety, depression, um, bipolar. So I guess they're saying that some, some form of depression, about 9% of all Americans deal with that at any given time. You're, have you found that or do you agree with that? Uh,
2: no, I'm sorry. Are you saying 9 or 90? 9.
1: 9? Nine. Nine. Not 9, yeah, single 9.
2: Okay, I, I would. I I actually uh, thought it was was more than that um,
3: because there are so too. many.
2: Yeah, um, I, I'm hearing statistics in between ten to twenty five percent of of the population because there are so many different forms of depression and so many social and situational things that occur in our lives that can onset a depression for one reason or another.
1: Mhm. I thought it was going to be higher too. I was surprised. Um and then the last thing that I got from it was that depression or major depression is the leading cause of disability for Americans between the ages of fifteen and forty four. Oh really? Yeah.
2: Um disability in that they are unable to work or be functional in in their careers?
1: From the reading, from the context that it was um written in, that's exactly what it sounds like. And I was okay. I was I was shocked at the, the early age of fifteen. And I know that you said that you had, um, in your practice you deal with also adolescents. So the adolescents they're dealing with depression just as much as those who are in our thirties and forties. That's what you're finding.
2: Uh adolescents commonly uh come to me at least for anxiety, which depression can be a large um I mean can you know, can coincide with that quite often. Um, as far as I, I'm i be honest, I'm not um, I guess I'm not up to date on, on the research on that in regards to disability. Um, but that's interesting. That's that's worth looking into further for sure.
1: So, um I know that the word the term depression, there's a medical term and then there's the word that people um unfortunately throw around loosely and I been guilty of that. You know, I can have a bad week in the salon. And I can say I'm depressed because of that. But What is the clinical definition of depression to the point where you really need to seek treatment?
2: Well, clinically, um, it's when there is a period of decreased mood, um, of sadness, um, feelings of of worthlessness, but for uh, a duration of at least two weeks. So when you Mm -hmm. mention, you know, for the weekend or, you know, you – you found out some bad news, and maybe for a couple of days you're, you're feeling down and 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 you know not like yourself. That's not, that would not you know be determined clinically as you're depressed. Um, right. it, it definitely needs to to extend for at least two weeks or so.
1: Okay, and I know that you also work with those who suffer from bipolar disorder. What and I think that that that's called manic depressive. I believe, what is the difference between being depressed and suffering from bipolar? And what what, what is bipolar?
2: Well, bipolar is also a, a mood disorder um, in that most of the symptoms are evident by the changes and fluctuations in one's mood, just like someone that is depressed. Um, oftentimes, in general, uh, to just make it as simple as possible, the differences between the two is that uh, someone that is depressed generally um has a decreased interest in life um uh, in things that interest them in life, and one that is bipolar will also um can also experience that, but they also will experience the other extreme of being very joyful very um have a very elevated mood in that it's it's you know it's almost kind of like the the Doctor Jekyll and Mister Hyde type of mm. situation. It's like two different people, and it can happen within a matter of hours, or it can, you know, it can take a few days. But a uh, one that someone that is depressed normally won't experience that sort of elevated mood of of heightened uh, joy and happiness. So, so if you is, would.
1: so is there a connection between bipolar and schizophrenia? Is that pretty much on
2: the same it, line they have they have similarities um schizophrenia often is accompanied and it, it it that's why it's hard and we take our time and uh take our time in trying to diagnose these um uh these these diagnoses in people because they can s- appear similar um but generally in schizophrenia there is more of uh occurrence of psychosis where someone is hallucinating where they hear voices or they they see things in their reality that that someone without schizophrenia does not, and and someone with bipolar may or may not have that as well. Although again, they both could experience that elevated mood.
1: Okay. So other than I think say life events, basically, but like you were saying, bad news, things like that. What are some mm-hmm. some causes for these conditions coming on? I ask that because later on in the show we have a guest coming on, Ted Brewer, who basically has a whole new outlook on um, why he thinks depression is caused by um, chemical imbalances and medications, the ingredients and in medication. And he says pretty much that the Robin Williams suicide could have possibly been um, prevented by not taking some of the medications that he was taking. So in your practice, wow. what are some of the reasons that you think people uh, are coming in and experiencing? Is it mainly bad news, um, life events? What's some of the causes for depression?
2: Well, yeah, um, in, in my experience with my clients, most, most people it, it appears to be, uh, you know, life circumstances. Um, and it could be you know, that they are middle age and these circumstances occurred as, as children or as adolescents, but typically um that has brought that on. But it also can be um a, a biological predisposition if you would, where um if your mother you know, let's just say your mother had depression. Um, you may be genetically predisposed to that. Uh, oh, there wow. is some re- research, um, yes, to that, to where they there may be that biological. You know, as we are genetically, we may get our parents' um, eyes, hair, etc. That that right. could also be mental health wise. That could also be relevant um, or the reality as well.
1: Oh wow. It's not a
2: hundred percent. There, mm-hmm. there isn't 100%, um, a hundred percent connection. But I believe, if I if I recall correctly, there could be that again that fifteen to twenty five percent predisposition to a first generation
1: mm-hmm. um,
2: um, relative to someone that has depression or bipolar. Their child, and that could, in right? Essence.
1: And that could really be passed down to the next generation if whoever you know got that from their first generation. Doesn't treat it well, that could actually be passed down
2: it, exactly exactly and that's that's probably in 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 most cases what's occurring um oh. if you know if that parent has not um dealt with it or addressed their their mental health issue accordingly or properly because they're also passing down the unhealthy or um, yeah the unhealthy coping skills that are necessary. You know, to to get past these these symptoms of depression.
1: Hmm. So, for someone like myself, let's say that I have a friend that I've been observing some radical differences in their conduct, how they're acting, maybe their conversation, um, or perhaps mm-hmm. it's a relative. What can I do for someone who um, is a loved one of myself? And what can I do if I think they're experiencing depression? What are some things, some probably non-invasive things? I'm sure most most times most people aren't readily to accept or to admit that they're depressed. Um, they usually have probably some other excuse for it. But if I'm on the outside listening and I suspect that one of my loved ones may be going through depression or not handling things that well, what can I do?
2: Well, primarily being a support and not passing on judgment. And I think that's one of the main causes why um, – you know, a loved one may not uh, want to get help because we may present it as if you know something's really wrong with you.
1: Right. You know, right. I'm noticing
2: these changes. You need to get help. I mean, that just you know that, that just feeds that Right. Exactly. Exactly. But if you you know if you come to them at a place of a, of concern and just state facts, you know, I, I've noticed that you. Um, you know, you used to sleep eight hours, and now you're, you've are you been saying you're only sleeping two to three hours. I mean, what's changed? What's, what's causing that, you think? um, You know, just kind of coming from it from a very matter-of-factly way, or you can come from it from a very nurturing way in that, you know, I'm concerned for you, I love you, I care for you, I want the best for you, and it, it just seems like you're having a tough time. Um, right. do you need, is there any way I can help you? And then just have that knowledge and maybe those resources available in case you find out that your loved one is open, you know, to to listening to the option of outside professional help.
1: And in doing so, so I know medication, of course, they've been around for years and they're, um, like I said, one of the guests are saying that not all the medicines are. So what are some mm-hmm. other um, treatment methods?
2: well firstly uh with medication um I would uh ask people i ask my clients to you know give it an opportunity to sometimes it's trial and error, and it's very frustrating for clients you know if if um Zoloft didn't work then um then and that's one of the the antidepressants then they they don't want to try anything else and it's with any other medication with your um own biological makeup, everything doesn't work for everybody. You know, so that's one thing. But if you're not, if they're just totally against it, and that's fine, um, then doing things such as exercise, um, just finding other uh, coping skills, mechanisms that can uplift one's um, uh, endorphins, uh, things that can balance out the depressive um you know, the depressive symptoms can be helpful. But, you know, you, we we just, as practitioners, as therapists, we really try to work with our clients with finding what that that good fit is for them.
1: Mm-hmm. So medication doesn't work for everyone. Much.
2: It doesn't, and it's not necessary for everyone. But sometimes you have to try it to know that, if that makes sense.
1: Right, right. So, so probably going into it with an open mind, um, trusting in the person that you're seeking help with um, would, would do well in your treatment overall. So yeah. I know that it's probably a costly matter to seek treatment. What are the different um, treatment options, and how can a person go about seeking treatment?
2: Okay. Well, there are options for people without insurance. There are options for people with insurance. Um, depending on where they you know they lie on that spectrum um i there are resources in every state as far as i know um with my knowledge that what are called community service boards here in georgia at least for us they're called community service boards there are um uh generally if you know where the community health is where people can go for for free medical assistance there typically located in the same area I mean that makes sense right um, yes, exactly. I, if you can't find uh the the free counseling or mental health services, find the free medical services and they should be able to to tell you where that is for you in your particular state if you have insurance, you know you can go to various websites including calling your insurance company um directly and then there, of course there are nonprofits that i believe may serve uninsured and uh insured people um and could take them based on their income or lack of if you would and provide huh. free or or um reduced fee services
1: so bottom line is that there is help out there regardless of whether you have yeah. insurance or not there there are resources available
2: yes um so, like i said as far as my, my in my knowledge uh, is concerned it is
1: I know in Virginia we do have some of those options. I don't know if it's called the Community Board, but I do know we have options here for those who are insured as well as uninsured. So, should. do you have any other information you'd like to share on the topic with our listeners tonight?
2: Well, um, other than going, you know, through the clinical psychological um, information, just that, you know, if you feel like you aren't, Um, yourself if you feel like there is something that isn't right and and that you might benefit and and i really um emphasize the word might check it out look into it do yourself that um that service you deserve to get help if you need it and um and you know and go for it uh it's really uh depression mental health issues are things that can be helped and it like I said, you deserve it to to seek that out for yourself. And my information, if I could help anyone, um, is uh, my website is livingcolorred.com. dot com. It's spelled just like it's it spelled just like it sounds. And if you need to reach out, I'll try to help you as best I can because it's just that important. Mm-hmm.
1: Before we close, I also thank you for reminding me that. Can you tell our listeners what your organization is, Live in Color Red? What is that about? What does the acronym LIVE stand for? Uh,
2: LIVE stands for Live Inspired Value Everything, and and basically that's just to – to remind people, to remind myself even, if you would, that life has its ups and downs. It has its bad and its good. And those things, I believe, if embraced as best as possible. And if you need help embracing that, that's what Living Color Red is for. Um, but either way, that you can still live a life that you love. And that's ultimately what it's about. If, if
1: Exactly.
2: You know? <laughs> I go exactly. on and on and on. Exactly. So. <laughs>
1: Well, Denisha, I want to thank you so much for your time and sharing this information with our our listeners. Um, Again, if you are anywhere near Denisha, I would would urge you to check her out. Her contact information will be on the website. Um, Denisha, thank you so much for visiting.
0: Uh, Thank you so
2: much, Will, again. It's a pleasure.
1: You're welcome. You're listening to Let's Face It on the Survival Radio Network. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. We'll be right back.
3: Are you looking for a book that will uplift, inspire, and motivate you to pursue your God-given purpose? Do you need to hear testimonies of how others overcame to be triumphant?
5: Are you searching for a guide to spiritual maturity? Or perhaps you'd like that perfect gift for a friend? The Survival Radio Christian Network has just the thing for
0: you. Let me testify. Messages of Triumph, Purpose, and Survival is a brand-new anthology from the hosts of this great network. Order your
5: copy of Let Me Testify today at www.survivalradiochristiannetwork.com. That's www.survivalradiochristiannetwork.com.
4: Read. More and more people are making their purchases online, and their number one resource is shopsquare.com. At shopsquare.com, they're committed to excellence and top-notch customer service. ShopSquare.com is empowering customers just like you by providing them with the best details online anytime. If you're looking for electronics, home decor, home appliances, sporting equipment, college wear, or fashion, ShopSquare.com is where you want to be. Go to www.ShopSquare.com or give us a call at 877-659-0807. That's 877 877- Six five nine zero eight zero seven.
6: Too many times we find ourselves wearing masks to cover our true selves. Girl in the Glass is an empowerment group that supports you in honoring the person you are meant to be. Go to www.girlintheglass.net and learn to trust, receive, and believe in your ability to live in your truth. Visit www.girlintheglass.net today.
1: Welcome back So, Let's Face It. I am your host, Will Spray. We have in the studio now with us Nancy Verdon. Nancy is a suicide attempt survivor. She's also someone who has struggled for a while with major depression, and she's on her road to recovery now. She's an author. She's published a couple of books. She has a new one that's coming out. Nancy, welcome to the show.
7: Hi. Nice to talk to you. Uh, How are you? (laughs) I'm doing good. I'm looking forward to this interview.
1: That's good. That's good. So, Nancy, (laughs) I know I read through your bio. um, I saw that you did deal with um, major depression, and you, you, you basically tried to end your life. Um, and through your faith you are on the road to recovery. You want to help other people. So give us a little background information about what you were going through, what led up to it, and then I want to ask you some questions about your recovery. So what was going on, if you you don't mind sharing?
7: No, that's fine. I'm not going to get into a lot of details as to what brought me to the point of suicide because it's not beneficial to the listeners. However, it is depression. It was hammering at me for months. And during those months, I struggled to find joy, and I tried to grasp what I believed would, you know, make me okay. But by the time I reached out for professional help, I was already thinking irrationally, and I couldn't respond with reason to what was being offered to me. So in January of 2011, I did try to end my life. Okay. Ended up in the hospital, and it's been a journey ever since.
1: (laughs) Okay. And so do you have a medical diagnosis of major depression?
7: Yes, I do. In 2005, I was diagnosed with major depression recurrent, it's called. Um prior to that, I had experienced episodes but not a diagnosis, and okay. it was in 2005 that I first began a medication regimen. Treatment okay. from Yeah, treatment from medications are they play an important role in my treatment plan. But they are not happy pills. <laughs>
3: And, okay, they cannot produce,
7: okay. <laughs> and they cannot produce joy or hope. So what happens after, after the medications, or I should say at the same time, is talk therapy, and that's been for me a series of questions that forced me to think differently than I've always thought before. Depression's pattern of thinking for me has been you can't, you won't, it won't work, and talk therapy is helping me to think more in terms of what is your value? What kind of a person do you want to be? What step can you take today toward becoming that person? And those kinds of
1: questions. So, so Is that what your recovery is, your whole recovery process? Are you saying talk therapy?
7: Yes, yeah. Just sitting okay. with my therapist and talking. I'm also in groups and listening to other people discuss their issues is a very, very uh-huh. helpful um You've heard of support groups, but it's actually exactly. it's actually very supportive because you're sharing your things and they're sharing their things and you're talking to each other with, hey, have you thought about this? This is what helped me. And okay. it works that way too, as well.
1: Okay. So basically yeah. a combination, because you say you still are taking the medication, but you're getting most of the benefit from the talk therapy? So basically oh, a combination I, I, of both?
7: Yeah, for me, they go hand in hand, absolutely. But talk therapy is changing the way I think. So imagine being asked the question, do you have to wake up and have a bad, do you have to assume you're going to have a bad day when you wake up? I had always thought I was going to have a bad day when I woke up. (laughs) It was no big deal to me to just assume that. And then my next step was to try and not have a bad day, but I expected to have a bad day. And it okay. was asked From the of beginning, me. Right. Yeah, and it was asked of me. Do you have to wake up in the morning and assume you're having a bad day? As simple of a question as that is, when you've been in a mindset most of your life, that right, that right. is like a, it's like they shown you know shine, shined a flashlight on on my choices. I was like, oh,
1: you attracted at Maybe the, I don't. The, pretty <laughs> much the, the law of attraction. You attracted. At <laughs> attraction.
7: Well, uh, certainly, and it, yeah. my choice of you know how I choose to think. Um, a lot of the negativity has been a a lifelong pattern and so having that challenged has been extremely helpful
1: okay so well in this whole recovery process that you're currently in what has been I guess you would say the biggest challenge and and how are you facing it then
7: well the greatest challenge has been defeating those thinking patterns and beliefs Um, depression especially in a in a tough episode, gives you tunnel vision. And that's why people who are depressed might come across as very self-centered and selfish, when in fact they may not actually be, as a character, uh, very self-centered and selfish. But in their depression, all you can see is your little space. All you can see is the pain. That's all I could see was pain. I have gifts, I have talents, but when I when I was in depression and suicidal, I could see nothing that I could do in the future that would be important enough to live with that pain any longer. Because that's all I saw. So the challenge has been to pass that kind of thinking to to get into um challenging the beliefs that bring up the negative thinking and um let me see if I can give you an example. One of the one of the things that was given to me early on—well, I should say it still is actually—is the idea that emotions are okay to have and that they're okay to share. It, for me, it was my truth from for as long as I could remember that emotions are supposed to be kept quiet, and if right. you're sharing, and if you're sharing your feelings, you're doing something wrong. So to have to have learned that. Not only are emotions good and helpful, and you're welcome to share them, but that your life will grow if you do. That was that was news, and that's the kind of uh, beliefs that I'm referring to that needed to change.
1: So it sounds pretty much like you're in a much better place than where you are, where you were a few years ago. Then. And, oh.
7: <laughs> absolutely, yeah.
1: And you and I you've think- written a couple of books. To help other people, correct?
7: Yes, I have. Um one of them is well let me let me let me explain first how well how they came to be, how those books came to be if you don't mind. Yes, yeah,
1: go ahead. I I
7: yeah, I would like to explain how I would like to explain a concept that was given to me that has that is really for me the key to recovery and that is one step at a time. I at the very beginning, saw no way I didn't see past my nose. There was nothing that was going to matter to, to, to me. I didn't matter to people. I didn't matter to me. There was nothing I could give to the world that would matter. I mean, it was just nothingness, hopelessness, worthlessness, all of it. And that's when I tried to die. But as, as the time has gone on, I've, I've seen that at the opposite end of that idea is joy. Um, healthy relationships pursuing goals those kinds of things that we all ultimately want and what has happened for me that has really helped is just the concept of taking one step at a time towards the opposite end you know right, you've got right. all this depression and you're anything but motivated to try and make a change but one tiny little change leads to the next tiny little change to the next and here i am three and a half years later, and I feel pretty good. You know, I'm I'm looking forward to a future of things that seem exciting to me. I'm able to reach out for support because I've learned that, you know, sharing emotions is not wrong. And when you reach out, you get what you need. You know, things like that. And it
1: it sounds like you're able to offer support as well. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, through your book, I know you have a book called To Live, A Chronicle yeah. of Recovery After Attempted Suicide. Tell us about yeah. that book a little bit.
7: Okay, well, the title is Called to Live. It's a little confusing because on the radio it sounds like it's called To Live. <laughs> but the <laughs> title is Called to Live, A Chronicle of Recovery After Attempted Suicide, and that's exactly what it is. It's a chronicle of recovery. It was written during the process of the major depression episode. So it's very revealing. Um, it's excruciatingly honest for me. It's excruciating. And it shows the process of having complete hopelessness to hope, but in between there's all these waverings. There's like, okay, on, on this day I feel pretty good and doggone it if I'm not gonna go for life and then the next day, yeah, I don't think so anymore. I think I'm worthless. I think my life sucks. And then a week later, yeah, you know what, I feel really strong. I think this is how I'm gonna do it. And then the next day, yeah, no, this is this is terrible. Oh. And it shows that process in the in the whole book really in that sense doesn't make sense if you haven't experienced um recovery because it's just not a straightforward, you know, you shoot an arrow and all of a sudden you feel good at the other end. It, it's it's a lot of ups and downs and curves and backwards. And that's what the book shows.
1: And where so, can we purchase this book?
7: Well, you can get it at TatePublishing.com, which is T-A-T-E Publishing.com. You can get it on Amazon. You can get it on BarnesandNobles.com. And if you would like a signed copy, you can reach me through my website, and we can work that
1: out. Okay, and I'll make sure that is on the website. Let's Face It dot com. Um, next, before we go, is there anything that you would like to tell, perhaps, that person who may find themselves where you were a couple of years ago? Something to give them hope.
7: You know, when we're at that place that we have no hope, we just can't find it. That's when we hang on to the hope of other people. I didn't believe I was worth it. I didn't think I had another day that was going to be worth it. But I had people looking at me saying, you're worth it, and we want you alive. And I hung on to that for a little while, even though I didn't believe for myself. And that's how we start. That's the first step. Hang on to the hope of someone else. And if you don't have anyone in your life telling you that you are worth it and that you deserve to live, hang on to mine. Hang on Uh to my hope for a little while because I know you're worth it and I know your life matters.
1: Excellent. Nancy, I want to thank you for stopping by the show, for sharing the information. Um, And definitely I encourage you to go out and pick up Nancy's book, Uh All to Live, A Chronicle of Recovery After Suicide. Thanks again for stopping by, Nancy.
7: You're welcome. Thanks for having me.
1: You're listening to Let's Face It on the Survival Radio Network. I'm your host, Will Freyhorn. We'll be right back.
3: Cafe Atlanta, where desserts are created and you taste love. Looking to fill your sweet tooth? Do you have a special event or occasion you're planning? Give Cake Cafe Atlanta a call. Located at 368 Candler Road, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. Open Monday to Saturday, 10 to 7 p.m. You can get the best in pies, cakes, cobblers, coffee, brownies, specialty popcorn, and more. Visit their website. At www.cakecafeatlanta.com or give them a call at 404 284 0106. That's 404 284 0106. Call Cake Cafe Atlanta today.
5: Looking for a cafe with a home like appeal where all who enter feel like they are a part of something? Visit My Coffee Shop located in East Lake Atlanta, Georgia. MCS has a full breakfast and lunch menu, offering both hot and cold options, and is home of the amazing Basil Lemonade. But don't forget their assortment of freshly brewed coffees. Come on by at 2462 Memorial Drive, Atlanta, Georgia, 30317. We're pretty sure my coffee shop at East Lake will become your coffee shop, too.
0: You want to take your business to the next level? Ultimate Business Solutions provides the support you need to increase your customer base and sell more products and services online. Specializing in graphic arts, web development, and internet marketing, Ultimate Business Solutions creates the face of your business. If you're looking for a custom logo, dynamic website, or popping marketing material, call Ultimate Business Solutions today at 404-704-2197 or visit www.ultimatebizsolutions.com. Ultimate Business Solutions, let us create your future.
1: Welcome back
2: Gray. to the show. Welcome, Welcome back. back to the show. You're listening to Let's Face It. I'm your co host, Ronnie potts Gray. So right now we have in the studio with us Doctor Ted Brower. Welcome to the show, Doctor
5: Brower. Hey folks, good evening, good morning. Good morning. Good evening, Will. Glad to be with you guys.
2: Hello, hello, hello. It's a pleasure to have you. So, um, Dr. Brower, that's how you pronounce your name correctly?
5: That's absolutely perfect, yes.
2: Great. Dr. Brower is going to share some things with us. He has um a mindset and a concept that um the um Robin Williams suicide could have potentially been um, could have been prevented based on um a concept of something related to drugs and other environmental and different other stimuli is that correct
5: Well no what happened with Robin Williams happened to a lot of other people as far as if when you start taking tricyclic antidepressants like Prozac they have a black mm-hmm. box warning on them and they actually lower serotonin levels over time and they can actually mm-hmm. precipitate or cause people to commit suicide that's why the box warns you on the box with a black box label, this product could cause you to kill yourself. And what I'm saying is I don't know exactly what drugs that Robin Williams was on, but there's all mm-hmm. kinds of natural protocols that you could use to increase serotonin levels in the brain and then basically to avoid having to take tricyclic antidepressants. Now, if you're currently taking a tricyclic antidepressant, you need to work with your doctor because they're very, very difficult to get off of. And I would never suggest mm-hmm. that you do get off of one of these without basically – asking your doctor and working with him and basically titrating your dosage down. But we've also learned a lot of environmental stimuli, such as aspartame, which is is basically NutraSweet, which is primarily Uh a combination of paint thinner, aspartic acid, and phenylalanine, causes massive depression in many of the people that use the product. Plus, it's also been linked to brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, headaches. It's also a dopamine releaser in the the brain, and so it's very, Uh very addictive. And a lot of folks who use aspartame become very, very addicted and become very, very depressed using this particular product. And so we Uh talk about the the perils associated with depression and all the environmental things that you put into your body. You know, in my latest book, it's called Breakthrough Health, and it's available at healthmasters.com. That's Breakthrough Health at healthmasters.com. Plus, we give you the top ten drugs never to take, Mm -hmm. we try to tell you that unless it's absolutely necessary, you should never take a tricyclic antidepressant, just like children Mm -hmm. should never be given Ritalin or Adderall, unless it's absolutely necessary, because these are scheduled two drugs in the same core category with morphine, opium, Percodan, and Demerol, and they're also very, very, very addictive.
2: Okay, so let me ask you a question really quickly. Sure. um, What lifestyle and environmental factors influence the development of depression um, like you know, drugs. For the biggest ones chemicals. are the biggest ones
5: are if when you eat a lot of junk food, you end up getting a very mm-hmm. huge. You know, you have a massive decrease in the amount of B vitamins that your body gets. B vitamins are critical for proper brain function, especially B12. And then okay. people take supplements of B12. They take, you know, they, they they take the synthetic version of the B12, which is basically the cyanide version. Instead of taking the methylcobalamin, they take the cyanide cobalamine and they don't need to be doing that. It's very very toxic and it shouldn't be put into the body. And it doesn't work very well. And so what we mm-hmm. learned over the years is that omega-3 fats are very important. But people who don't have a proper lifestyle don't get enough omega-3 fats. And one study that mm-hmm. was done out of England showed that you had a better results using fish oils, the omega-3 fish oils than you would using Prozac with a placebo group in the control. So what I find is this, if you have the right lifestyle, you maintain good blood sugar because if your blood sugar is erratic, irregular, you'll have very bad problems with depression also because you're always up and down, up and down, up and down as far as how your brain Uh is functioning. And uh-huh. that all of course, that leads to the use of tricyclic antidepressants, which can continue to lead to other types of dependency as far as other drugs. So the best thing to do is basically eat right, take your supplements, take your essential oils, and in most cases you're not going to have any problems with depression of course, lifestyle choices and things that you do as far as affect your affects you also if you if you've chosen a uh-huh. career that you if you've uh-huh. chosen a career that you absolutely hate and you're depressed over your lifestyle and your career that you've chosen, do something different. Right. Nobody's forcing you to do that. Set up some right. new goals and get them down the road. Also, another really good thing is Zig Ziglar has some really good audio tapes that he uses to help people get, help people with mood swings. And it's okay. basically a, he called it a checkup from the neck up. Now, Zig's dead now. He's a good friend of mine for many years. But, mm-hmm. uh, yes, yeah, so you can still go to his website, zigziglar.com, and get some really right. good things on attitude that really help you to set goals.
2: Well, you seem very, very knowledgeable. So tell me a little
1: bit
5: about your background. I've worked worked with thousands of patients. Yeah. I'm trained as a naturopathic physician. I was a state mm-hmm. licensed nutritionist in Florida for many many years. I no longer see patients. I've
6: worked with right. thousands
5: of patients out to lower blood pressure, cholesterol, triglycerides, and blood sugar without the use of drugs. Uh, the drugs, adult onset diabetes, it's very very easy to correct and control without the use of drugs. Mild to moderate mm-hmm. forms of depression, very very easy to do with nutritional supplementation and dietary change. And this mm-hmm. is what I did. For, this is what I do for a living, and have done this way. At HealthMasters.com website, you can actually sign up for a free newsletter that we send out every week. Uh, that's basically mm-hmm. giving you the tips. So what you can learn as far as health and nutrition supplements, and what can be done as far as changing your life in order to changing your lifestyle to change your life and how you feel a lot better. But, but we've got a list of the top ten foods never to eat. Also, and aspartame is definitely one of those top ten foods because of what it does with problems of depression and also blindness and and all kinds of other problems: brain tumors, brain cancer, seizures, headaches, optic nerve degradation. The list goes on and on and on for aspartame. But one of the primary causes of aspartame is depression. And also, stay, right. away from soy, stay away from soy products. Uh, soy okay. products are really, they're both, uh, it's, it's called an endocrine disruptor. It disrupts the entire body's glandular system. And it basically, it's like taking a female estrogen product when you eat soy products. And with guys, it's basically terrible for what they do, as far as it can bring on male, male menopause. And with women, it can also completely disrupt the uh, ovulation cycle and the woman's ability to handle her periods properly. And when you go into into your into uh, into menopause, if you're taking these uh, soy products, you can actually mm-hmm. cause okay, a so whole you lot said, of problems, I'm, including. Cr- I'm sorry ahead. to
2: interject. So you, I'm sorry to interject. So you said that soy
5: products, soy products precipitates- are basically an estrogen supplement. They should not okay. even be, they shouldn't even be labeled as a protein. They should be labeled as a soy. Estrogen supplement, and uh, you can okay. absolutely you can feminize a male by giving him soy products and giving him soy milk to drink. You can actually grow the breasts of women. It's called gynomasty. I've seen it repeatedly in my practice. It can mess up the menstrual cycle in women. Soy products should never be used. Period. You should never put them in your body. They're that bad.
2: Wow, didn't know that
5: well yeah they're they 're bad they 're horrible they 'll feminize a male and they'll they 'll mess up the uh, the menstrual cycle of a woman and uh, they'll they 'll cause a massive increase in infertility. same thing with fluoride and chloride uh, fluoride basically uh, is' a rat poison. You should never put fluoride in your body it 's also an endocrine disruptor. The body thinks it 's iodine and it absorbs it into the uh, thyroid gland and basically disrupts the uh, thyroid, causing you to gain weight and causing additional mood swings and the mood disorders and glandular dysfunction. thyroids. Should The thyroid should never be subjected to fluoride or, or a chlorine. Either, either one of those should never be put into your body. You should always make sure you drink distilled water, reverse osmosis water, but never allow fluoride, including with your toothpaste, to be put into your body because it can also cause a 20-point drop in IQ, point, IQ scores in, in children.
2: So essentially you're saying a lot of the depression and different things that are going on don't necessarily have to be um, fixed with, Medications, but alternatively and more effectively, diets and other things would be more. I've suitable. seen it repeatedly. I have, a friend, I have
5: a friend of mine. His name is Mike Florendino. You can give him a call. He owns Florendino, the restaurant chains here in Central Florida. And he basically uh, was severely depressed. He's allowed me to use his name and his testimonials. He was on all kinds of antidepressants. He had, he lost a son on uh, on a motorcycle accident. Became severely depressed. Became suicidal came to see me five years ago. He's 100% now, feels absolutely great. And when he started taking supplements, he started feeling better almost immediately. And he was on a psychiatric support group online, basically, where he was talking about what he was doing in his life. And he started talking about how he was taking supplements and feeling better. And they permanently banned him from the psychiatric support group and told the people, told him that he was not allowed to do any more contributing to that or talk about nutritional and lifestyle changes to try to fight depression, which is ridiculous. But he's doing great.
2: Yeah, and so why do you believe that is? Why do you believe that is that he was banned because he told the truth about what really helped him?
5: Well, you got to remember, what? see, the, 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 well, what happened the, with the Rockefeller medical model that started you know, a century ago, they basically did not want, they want us using a drug-based model. It's like with, with statin drugs. I mean, it used to be when, you're, when I was young, if you had a cholesterol of 300, it was considered normal. You know, 275 was fine, 250 right. was fine. They kept lowering hmm. it, lowering it, lowering hmm. it, until now they have it at 200 And they they sell a lot more statin drugs doing that. But statin drugs are one of the primary causes of liver failure and kidney failure. And they all have one common side effect. They all cause cancer. Changing your cholesterol is absolutely simple to do. And If you have a cholesterol anywhere around 250 to 300, it's fine. You don't even need to medicate it. You completely monitor it with diet. And what it does do, it lowers testosterone levels in men. Again, it's another endocrine Mm -hmm. disruptor in men. And it massively increases Mm -hmm. the risks of cancer and also kidney disease and liver disease.
2: Okay, okay. So not only with depression, a lot of these uh, other illnesses, um, i.e. high cholesterol, diabetes, and different things can be corrected with Alternative things aside from drugs. That sounds. That's <laughs> that's
5: that, like that, 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 that's that's again. That's why I wrote the book Breakthrough Health. That's why I listed. Well, I've written many many books, but that's my latest book, and that's the one that we talk specifically about the different causes of depression, natural alternatives, mm-hmm. different types of drugs. Talk about mm-hmm. the alternatives to that. We talk about why you should never take the Gardasil shot and what it does with women, as far as how it's sterilizing these young girls, and we do a whole lot of other things in the book, as far as we have like forty-five chapters in there. And again, that's at healthmasters.com.
2: Okay, healthmasters.com. Okay, Uh we could go on and on and on because this is such an interesting um, topic, such an interesting topic. But you can go to... let's face it, radio.com, to get more information on Dr. Ted Bror. He's very, very knowledgeable. He sounds like he's he's had um, years of experience. He sounds like he's had very, very positive and great outcomes in some of, some of his patients. Thank you so, so much for joining us. We really, really, really appreciate you and your expertise. Thank you so much for having
1: me on. Okay. Thank you so much. We'll be right back. You're listening to Let's Face It on the Survival Radio Network. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn, with Ronnie Spots gray We'll be right back.
3: FOCUS, find opportunities, create unique success. FOCUS is an empower agency that provides motivational tools needed to aid our youth and young adults in the metro Atlanta area. Allow Focus to provide your kids with additional help in developing self-awareness, leadership, communication, and empowerment skills. For more information on how to get started today, go to www.focusfruits.com. Focus.
6: Too many times we find ourselves wearing masks to cover our true selves. Girl in the Glass is an empowerment group that supports you in honoring the person you are meant to be. Go to www.girlintheglass.net and learn to trust, receive, and believe in your ability to live in your truth. Visit www.girlintheglass.net today.
1: Welcome back to Let's Face It. I'm your host, Will Strayhorn. What are the show. What are the show. What like a I show. Big show. Ronnie, if you had me laughing, girl, I'm sorry. What a way to end the show. But you said never again. What's wrong? What's wrong? (laughs)
2: Uh, Will, I have to ask, are we on the air, sir? Yes, we're on the air.
1: We're on the air.
2: Oh, my gosh. You know, (laughs) this is new
1: to me. Uh, And
2: so I'm fumbling, but uh, Ted was absolutely phenomenal. Um, I, I guess he had so much information, it came at me, and I was trying to digest it all keep up with the clock and so on and so forth. You know what I'm saying? But, mm-hmm. you know, it's all good. It's all good. It's
1: all good. You were wonderful. You were wonderful. And I thank you again for um, coming thank through you. for you me. Um,
2: thank I you, And I hope
1: that you are just joking that you will come back and do this with me. It gets, it gets panicked the first show as well. But each show, it gets easier and easier. Um, I know as I was sharing with you earlier today, that this week had been pretty much a kind of challenging week. I don't know if it was preparing me for the show, but there were moments when I had the question whether I was indeed going through depression. Um, but, you know, things are, things are getting better. And we got a lot of good information tonight, a lot of good um, information tonight. So I just yeah, want to absolutely. thank you again for coming in, tuning in um, with another awesome show next week. Do you want more exposure for your brand or your business? Do you consider yourself the underdog? Do you know that you have what it takes, but just don't know how to get things kicked off? Next week is definitely for you, the show for you. Uh, we have brand strategists and public, publicist Nikki Curry is going to be here sharing tips on how to be a superstar in your industry, how to get out and be um, lead from the front of the room, as she said. Um, we're also talking to the Hair icon herself. Um, She's going to come and talk about how she got started. Her name is Cherie McClendon. She is the owner of the Hair Icon Icon Beauty Bar in Norfolk, Mm -hmm. Virginia. She's a celebrity hair and makeup artist, um, entrepreneur, and more and more. She's going to come and talk to us about um, her trials and her triumphs towards her climb to success, and hopefully some people will be able to relate with it. Um, Again, tomorrow starts our book club. I'll be contacting those who sign up through the website, let's face it, radio.com. Remember, we're doing the 40-day um, spiritual journey, which is from mm-hmm. Rick Warren's The Purpose Driven Life. Um, we're actually reading What on Earth Am I Here For? So that's all starting tomorrow. Um, last but not least, I want to thank my guests, Denisha Chambers, Nancy Vernon, and Dr. Ted Breuer. Again, Ronnie, thank you so much for coming, coming through. And so, me. Will,
2: can I say yes. just for a second? As real I know some stuff that you all don't know out in the radio world, but oh, my gosh, he has some interesting topics coming up in the next weeks or so. But I, I just really wish I could share them with you all, but of course, of course I can't. You just kind of have to hang around and stay tuned for them. But you are going to be really, really blessed. So join in. Join in with us. Tune in.
1: Thank you so much.
2: And, again, I
1: am your host. Will Strayhorn. Let's face it, in life you're going to be faced with many choices, but the most important choice you will ever make is when you choose to be bold, be beautiful, make the choice to be you. Until next time, bless.
6: Thank you for listening to Let's Face It with Will Drayhorn and friends on the Survival Radio Network. Please be sure to visit us on the web often at letsfaceitradio.com for the latest in show information, including upcoming shows, special guests, spotlight interviews, as well as exciting, innovative ways that you can be part of the show. So tune in next week for real people, real topics, real talk. Let's Face It.
3: Fashion Hotline. Help. My family's New Year's resolution is to be more active, but we could use some new styles for motivation. Run into Old Navy. Old Navy? Yep, right now. All Old Navy active styles for the family are up to 50% off. Kick it into gear with leggings, mesh tees, and more. Up to 50% off? Ooh, I'm feeling motivated already. Tops started at just 7 bucks for adults, 6 bucks for kids, with compression leggings and active pants from $15 for adults, $12 for kids. Kids, get a move on. We're going to Old Navy. Hurry in for up to 50% off. All Old Navy active right now at Old Navy and OldNavy.com. Valid 13 through 110 excludes install clearance.
6: Hi, it's Jamie.